Some things change, and some things don't change. Uh, and you know what hasn't changed since last week? Change. Yep, we haven't changed the currency yet. Still haven't got rid of those dang nip- nickels. <laughs> Whoa, edible oh. slip. Am I right? I guess I don't know if I fully understand edible. Well, Freudian slip. Freudian, yeah. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, ah. <laughs> uh, psychology slip right there am i right (laughs) classic psychology slip oh you know how it goes no you know what hasn't changed since last week how hot it is how hot it is has not changed it's not i feel like it actually got hotter since last week it's uh, making that up uh i mean numbers wise maybe but reality wise no you're not (laughs) Because it feels as though somebody put a bunch of heat lamps or heaters outside and are shooting them down at us in anger. Is there a pool we can crash? That is the cheapest way of of experiencing pools <laughs> or water in large bodies. Or we can get like a cheap kiddie pool off the internet and fill it with hose water, but I think a pool would be better. I've been, I kind of have a life policy that I don't order anything off the internet that has kitty in the title. (laughs) What about our cat? We got her out of the trash. (laughs) Which is also another name for the internet, so. Mm -hmm. We get everything off the internet. Name one thing we haven't got off the internet that you can see right now. That lamp. (laughs) Fine, name another. That couch. Fine, name another. The blanket on the couch. The joke is we don't get, like, anything off the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, name one thing here that we did get off the internet that you can see. I actually see one. Yeah, well, there I have a suit sitting right here. Oh, I was thinking (laughs) In a box. No, we didn't get the computer off the internet. You didn't? No, we got it from the Apple store. Oh, well, then the suit's the only thing, huh? Mm, I'm sure there's other things. Um... No, maybe we're not an internet family. <laughs> no, apparently not. So I guess that brings us to our uh, our movie this week. <laughs> the creation of the internet. The creation of the internet. A documentary. It was a 72-hour documentary from the birth of the internet, and it's still going. It's live. <laughs> it's actually... Um, right now, it's just a dude who's like, I'm just going to keep refreshing Google. Um, the last three weeks have just been what the Google logo looks like. And, and all their fun and wacky shapes and things they choose to celebrate. I love those. I look forward to those. I always learn something. What was that? A neighbor. Oh. It sounded like a weasel in my ear. I think they've got kids over. How dare Grandkids. they? Grandkids. How dare they? We have told them that this street... <laughs> this is, is a kid-free street. 18 and over... <laughs> How dare they? I know. The, the gall of them. We have two new things in our The Bargain Den life. Two new things. Kind of three. Do you want to introduce any of them? Or are you, do you know what I'm talking about? Well, we got some new ones. We got some I new... I assume that's one of them. New ones what? 
New movies. We did get some new movies. We got, we went to Vintage Stock for their Independence Day sale. And it was buy one, get one free grab bags. It 20 was. DVDs in each bag. It was, it was a little frustrating because when it comes to grab bag type purchases, I almost feel like it's best to know as little as possible. Um, and right before we just picked two out at random and purchased them, they had categories on them, which I've never seen them do mm-hmm. before. And that I've inf- seen them say like miscellaneous, but I feel like they always say miscellaneous. Well, yeah. I mean, if, to me, if it's, I, I just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't assume miscellaneous meant a category because I'd, it's not. <laughs> right. It was just like, this is random DVDs for real. And then some of them said like Western or drama or special interest. Which, there was also a fitness one. There was fitness. And then a few different miscellaneous. So we did probably one of the most sinful and unorthodox things possible is we went up to the counter and said, what do you mean miscellaneous? <laughs> because we have purchased grab bags of movies in the past and miscellaneous can mean some dreadful, dreadful things. <laughs> can I talk about one of the ones that was in a previous one that I don't think we'll ever review? Yeah. There's, we in one of the grab bags that we got... There was a uh, collection of street fights or backyard fights. Yeah. Um, like basically unscripted brawl. Basically a portion of the internet that now exists. <laughs> Consider it an American, America's Home Funniest Videos. If, but for fighting. But for fighting and if Bob Saget was allowed to pick all of the videos. Although we haven't seen it, to be it could, fair. It, you know, it could be a wonderful story about how violence never solves anything. Or it could just be some seriously dope fights. Could be some seriously dope fights. Not sure I really want to watch some seriously <laughs> dope fights. That is one thing. And two things, because we got buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. Hashtag the bargain. Mm-hmm. Hashtag the bargain hunt. Hashtag the bargain den. Hashtag. Hashtag bargain movies. Hashtag bargain movies. Hashtag, why hashtag? And I'll tell you why, because we also have a Twitter now. Oh, nice. Moving moving up in the world. You see, people see the whole spectrum of social media that they have in front of them. And a lot of times they think, well, I need to get on every single one of those as quick as possible. And I said, no, no, no. (laughs) Let's slowly get them all in one by one and learn their value. And so we have just a Twitter, as well as our several podcasting platforms. So Twitter is our social media. Twitter is our social media. And you can, you can find us at, at the bargain den. Just all spelled normal? All spelled normal. Nice. Good yep. catch. Thanks. Didn't think we'd grab that one. Thought it would already <laughs> been taken. Uh, what? Like our first episode. I don't know. Uh, you're a dork. You're funny. And a bigger dork. Yeah, Dork true. face. Yeah. So that is what is new in the world of the bargain den at the moment. ATM. With that being... Automatic s- teller machine. Money. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just in the distant background, there was laugh track for you. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Perfect. <laughs> like there's somebody, it's like if, as if the studio audience was like on the other side of the street. What if that's a true thing about life? What if 
Actually, everybody does have a studio audience. We're just never in the studio to hear them. I would love that so much. It's a kind of a weird Black Mirror thing that kind of creeps me out. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> Man, it's creepy. The audience doesn't like it either. Yeah, they screamed. Anyway, sorry if in this recording you occasionally hear cheers of joy or yells of anger or laughter or whatever you hear in the background. It's not intentional. <laughs> it's just the fact of life that our kitchen is not the most soundproof place it could be. Someday. I've always wanted a soundproof kitchen, <laughs> said the future serial killer. I was going to say, it's S- a murderous place. It's a murderous place. You know what else murdered? This comedy we watched this week. Oh, yeah, it slayed. It slayed me with its jokes. But um, Here at the Bargain Den, what we do is we have a... S- going to start that one. A snake. Here at the Bargain Den, what we do is we have a grab bag filled of bargain movies that have been grabbed out of grab bags and or bargain bins, and we take them into the Bargain Den, and we run down their plot and then we look through them and see if they are bargain movies do they embody what it means to be a bargain or a thrifty purchase or just a general generally thrifty lifestyle this week we watched a movie called how i got into college how did you get into college well i'll tell you <laughs> i applied to a community college yeah and they took me what i know you're amazing oh thanks honey Do you want to hear how I got into college? Yeah. I applied to a community college. You applied to a state college. And they took me. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to correct you. I'm pretty sure it's... Rose State. Rose State Community College. I think it's Rose State College. Oh. Is that too much personal information to give out? (laughs) Nah. Fuck it. Okay. They got to figure out how I got my doctorate in sex somehow. Somehow. Somehow they'll figure it out. This time, before we get into it... I just want to give everybody a heads up. I'm going to spoil this whole movie that came out in 1988, I think. We put our phones in the other room, so I have no assistance this time. <sighs> Do you, should, I, should we grab one? Nah. Okay. I mean, if I'm wrong, I, I don't know. Nope, nine, 1988. Guessed wow, it. look well, at you, fancy boy. There was a scene that had typewriters in it, and when they were typing out the letters, it had the date of 1988. Oh. Nice. You ready? <laughs> Cracking the old knuckles. Here we go. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'm trying to get all the character names lined up in my head. I only remember one. Do you want to use this? No. Okay, go for I it. I don't need crutches, Donna. All right. I do need a sip of my beer. This week's episode also brought to you by Sapporo. Still sponsored by Sapporo. Sapporo Premium Beer. Hey, you know, we kind of joked about it, but it'd be pretty... Hey, Sapporo, is that how the internet works? Do you think if you say something loud enough into the internet... Sapporo! Sapporo! We want you to sponsor us! Sponsor us! us. Started to sound like a seance there. One, two, three. Sapporo! Sponsor us! (laughs) Oh, I I blew right into it. That was bad. This is audio nightmare. Anyway, Three. Sapporo, if you want, you can totally sponsor Sapporo! us. Sapporo! We super dig your product. Yeah, you make a good beer. We're all about Actually, it. you know what? You don't make a good beer. You make a premium beer. Sapporo, premium beer. Discover, Discover the, the perfectly, perfectly balanced, balanced taste, taste that is irresistible. irresistible to all. As you share rich moments 
with this masterpiece of, of the, the brewer's, brewer's art. 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 How I got into college is about Marlon Brown. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Marlon Brown. Uh, no association to a similarly named person, Marlon Brando. That's what I got the feeling of, that they were like trying to hint at like his name. Who's that again? <laughs> Why are you I growling? I don't know how to... He's Godfather. I don't, oh, okay. Yeah. That's all you... Why, that's all I just you. like... I was trying to think of where to place him for you. Okay. Marlon Brown. We'll call him... Can we just Marlon Brando? No. Yeah, fine. I don't know. That might get confusing for people that are big fans of Marlon Brando. So how I got into college is <laughs> about Marlon Brown. And Marlon Brown is a high school junior when the movie starts. It's like his semester, his spring semester of junior high school year. And yeah. Then, yeah, because then for it goes like in the fall. For like five minutes. For like five minutes. He's taking his SAT. The thing is, is he's trying to get into college. The, the, the issue is, is that he is in love with another high schooler whose name is, I don't remember. Jessica Kalo. Yep, that was it. Nailed it. He's in love with Jessica Kalo. So he knows he wants to go to college, but he's nervous about his SAT scores. But all he knows for certain is he wants to follow Jessica Kalo into college. So he bases his entire college plan and curriculum around following Jessica Kalo. And she wants to go to Ramsey's college. Ramsey College. Ramsey. Is that a real college? I don't know. I mean, it sounds real. It's funny. I've never in my life considered going to like an Ivy League school of any kind. I just never, never once... Pop, I was just like, I don't remember being a kid being like, I'm going to go to Harvard. <laughs> like, never. So, I, I know next to nothing about them. I know Harvard's in Boston. Yeah? I think so. Yeah, Kapak, and Harvard Yad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. He decides he's going to follow Jessica to Ramsey, but he needs to raise his SAT scores. This movie was kind of a jumble. I'm trying to place it all together. Yeah. He needs to raise his SAT scores, so his dad sends him, his dad and stepmom decide to send him to an SAT prep course, which is basically a cash grab. They, they don't really teach him anything. They're like, what you should do is guess. <laughs> now give us $1,000. That's their kind of whole, whole stick. So he's trying to raise his test scores, and in doing so, is getting a little bit closer to Jessica, not really too much finally tells her that he's going to go to Ramsey, so they go to tour the college together and interview to get into the college. Now, while all this is going on, the other half of the story is following the admissions agency at Ramsey College, and it is split between some very, oh, all that matters to get into college is your test scores, and, nah, man, it's who you are as a person. That's what really matters. That that That's the two sides of the the acceptance committee at Ramsey College. Man, it's so... I don't know how to continue this. I feel like I could say it in one sentence and just wrap it all up. Because <laughs> there's so much... Like, a lot of stuff happened. It's just kind of tricky because, I mean, I'm trying to, like, slow it down to get a little bit more in-depth into it. But in reality, not a lot happened, I feel like. The, the Jessica is getting more and more stressed about her interview and gets so stressed during the interview that she ends up flashing the interviewee or interviewer. 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 Which he doesn't see, so she just runs out and screams. 
and then refuses to think that she can even make it into the college, into Ramsey's. Ramsey. 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 Yeah, Ramsey. Make it into Ramsey. It's just weird to plural or make that singular. It feels (laughs) kind of strange. So all the while, Marlon is just kind of kind of carefree about it like he's just like i just love jessica i'm just gonna follow her i'll make it or i won't who cares i gotta make it i'll make it and then he gets in i don't <laughs> like that i mean right like he, they, they kind of work at it and then they get in i don't know i don't i mean i can there's there's lots of little things that happen throughout it but not really <laughs> well can i throw in yeah some? please please Jessica was to the point where she wasn't going to send her application anymore, which I don't understand why you would interview and then apply. Well, it was weird. It felt like, like she, they like applied kind of Yeah, needed to get invited and then interview and then apply. Yeah. I never did any of the fancy Ivy league school stuff either. So I don't understand like if that's how it used to be or if this was for the movie or I don't know, but She's done her interview where basically she finds out that everyone else there is also class president and captain of the cheerleading squad and does extracurriculars and helps the poor and they're all the same and she has no chance in her head because she's a dime a dozen. And she does the freak out and leaves and she's so ashamed of herself for even considering flashing the interviewer in her stress. That she's like, well, it's just not the place for me. Bye. Guess I got to go to Michigan like my dad. My dad. <laughs> yeah. But again, the the movie title presents a question almost. How I got into college. And I, she gets in because Marlon is so determined because he's pretty sure he's going to get in. Probably. I don't know. He's pretty close to one of the admissions guys who basically told him, you're so worried about this girl. You're in love with her. I'll get her in. You just worry about getting yourself in. So he's like, cool, we're good. So when he discovers that she's not going to send in her application, he convinces her that it's worth it and that she's a good candidate, blah, 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 and drives up with her from Michigan to Pennsylvania to go turn in her application at the very last minute. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's how she got into college. And then Marlon got into college. He got accepted because instead of writing an essay, he made a video basically about how, I don't know, pick me because I don't really know, but I'll do good. I promise. I loved his video was great because it was like, people do all kinds of crazy things to try and get into college. Here's a few things I've tried and desperately failed at, but by golly, I tried them. So... Take me, because I'll work really hard. I'll figure it out, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty cute. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it was a cute little movie. I mean, but again, the movie presents the question, how I got into college, and it's, I applied. (laughs) And made it. Credits. But it was also interesting on the admissions board, because by the end, they come to the realization of, you know, oh, it isn't just test scores. (laughs) Do you kind of see what I mean, though, where it feels like, I mean, it, it, I don't know, it feels weird to go into the details too much of it, because I feel like we're going to, we're going to, that, yeah. in the in the bargain side of things, we're going to kind of delve a little bit more into it. But it was a fun, wacky adventure of twists and turns, and especially seeing the 
academic board side of it, the admissions board, and how they pick people and argue amongst themselves. What? Nothing. I mean, I it was a it, yeah. It, I, I'm making it sound boring, but it was very funny and very. It was. It was a pretty funny movie. Made a lot of interesting comments on college and how it works. Mm-hmm. I made a lot of progressive points of views on uh, whether or not standardized testing and even college itself was important or not. Um, also, while frequently reminding the audience that it is the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, we're in the 80s. Hey, by the way, don't forget. Well, 80s movies do that. I'm sure ours do, I guess, as well. I mean, if you look at like the Pirates of the Caribbean, we all are pirates. <laughs> Yeah, I think all movies kind of do that a lot. Have pirates. But I think because this is supposed to be like a coming-of-age movie, I feel like those always sprinkle extra in. Yeah, they all... Extra pirates. Extra pirates. Yeah. Um, They also all end with... Don't you forget about me. Don't, 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 don't. Don't you forget about me. Go ahead. That's all I know. I'm enjoying it. That's all I know. That... I know that, and you know what else I know? What? Bargains. Do you? I feel like we do. Okay. Now we need to dive in. Do we need to go into any of the rest of the story? <laughs> I didn't mean to cut uh, mine short. I just, I didn't know how to like, I didn't, I don't know what we want to go into on the bargain sides of things. Right. And I just, yeah. Kids. I would say just that there's, I'd say three other side characters that are important enough to really mention. And one is Marlon's best friend who has decided that college is dumb and you're just entering the bureaucratic machine and blah, blah, blah. So he's going to uh, hitchhike his way around the world and hopefully end up with a movie star with rejected game show prizes or something. And the second is this football player that Ramsey is trying to recruit because of his amazing football skills and the coach needs some good football players because their team sucks. The third is the girl who was studying in the library where they met the football player who the recruiter takes a strong liking to and ends up getting her admitted. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out that the football player, when he finally does get admitted to Ramsey's, decides he wants to pursue philosophy and not Mm -hmm. football. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. And Marlon's best friend, Oliver, uh, does end up getting picked up by the host of Pat, the Pat, the host of Pat Sajak. Pat, is that his name? Man, we don't have the internet with us here. This is tough. Whoever hosts Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. I think Pat. I think it's Pat. I no, it was no Bob. Idea. Bob Barker is Price is Right. Pat Sajak is the Wheel of Fortune. I will know when we leave this podcast to whether or not I need to be ashamed <laughs> or if I'm super proud of myself for knowing it's Vanna White and Pat Sajak. Vanna White was there though, right? Vanna White was there that picked In up the car. Yeah, picked up Oliver. Pat Sajak was also there. So future future Brandon and Donna, when when I'm sad in the future because I got this wrong, it's okay, buddy. It's all right. <laughs> hey, but if I got it right. Hell yeah, dude. Way to go. You nailed it. <laughs> Life's going to be okay. If you got it wrong, life probably won't be okay. It's probably going to be a bit of a downhill slide from here on out. But if I got it right, it's pretty <laughs> uh-uh. good. But if I got it wrong, you know, to hey. To future Donna, um, you're never going to remember any of this anyway. So what? Oh. 
These names, these people. Oh, I thought you meant just I've life. never known who does Wheel of Fortune or anything, and I, it's never going to stick in there. It's, it's possibly Pat Sajak. And rattling out. Possibly Pat Sajak and Vanna White. You know what's funny, though? Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Yeah. That's why they're well, in the I'm going to get those two names in my head, and then if one of them's wrong, I'm going to have it in my head, <laughs> and I'm going to start saying that. Because of all the time we talk about Wheel of Fortune. I love Wheel of Fortune. I did, well, I've told you my experience with Wheel of Fortune, yeah. right? Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah. So my experience with Wheel of Fortune is I used to enjoy Wheel of Fortune. So much so that I bought a Wheel of Fortune video game. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I have no room to talk. Um, yeah. I, well, I don't even have anything to throw at you. <laughs> I was like about to be like, well, I'm like, well, I don't know. I enjoy most of what you enjoy because I'm supportive. I bought Tetris for my Game Boy. That's dope as hell. Tetris is a classic video game. It inspired so many future puzzles. Okay, cool. Well, so is Wheel of Fortune. Nerd, though. Makes people yeah. money. Makes people, well, maybe. Might be rigged. Go on vacations. It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, I bought Wheel of Fortune on the PlayStation 3, and I was enjoying it up to a certain extent until one of the puzzles was, it was like singer-songwriter. And it became very apparent early on that the answer was Pat Benatar. So I entered Pat Benatar, which is spelled with an E-R. No, it's spelled with an A-R. Right. Yeah, it's spelled with an A-R. A-U-R. I, I think... Nope, just Pat A-R. Pat Benatar? I think it's just A-R. Okay, not the point of the story. Kids screaming. Um, they disagree. Kid is horrified. Moral of the story is I know I was right. However, this, however the spelling was, I was right. I looked on the internet at the time. I'm pretty sure it's mm-hmm. Pat Benatar, A-R. But even if it was U-R or whatever, the game spelled it E-E, or I'm sorry, E-R, T-E-R, Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. You know, classic singer-songwriter, Pat Benatar. <laughs> the Pat Benatar, the classic half-singer, half-horse, the Pat Benatar. <laughs> Pat Benatar. Uh, Pat Benatar. <laughs> um, so... You know what's funny about that story? Not is, much. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you have told that to me, and I didn't remember what the answer to the puzzle was that was spelled wrong, but I remembered that was the story. Okay. But when you were trying to name the hostess on the show... Pat Sajak. Right. My, my head said... Pat Benatar. And I was like, that can't be right. That's not right. Why do I think that? The story man, all the wrong things are going to stick. I am the story man. Hello, story man. Tell us a story of the story man. Speaking of stories, let's weave a story here about whether or not this is a frugal movie. Okay, point A. Talking straight, actual money here. One of the very few times we were given direct figures. You're going to steal my first point. <laughs> you go ahead then. No, no, no. You started it. You got it. Okay. So apparently if our lead heroine, I forgot her name, Jessica. Mm, Jessica. If Jessica went to Michigan, it would be $2,000. I don't think they ever said if that was total or semester or what, but 2000 And if she went to Ramsey, it would be 10000 And her dad made a big point about... Oh, does that mean the food there is five times better and the football team is five times cuter? Because it's a lot of money. So, Welcome now to 
30 years later. <laughs> if, if you're listening and you're not familiar with the price of college currently, they've gone up a bit. Just a little, little bit. Like you know, they're talking two to ten thousand. We're talking like twenty five hundred to fifteen thousand. You know, not much of a difference at all. That's college these days, right? It's I'm, I'm absolutely kidding. Oh, I was gonna say. Absolutely. I was like, sorry. I don't think so. Just a little bit, you know, like what a little the, price increase. What's the last time we checked in on the what's a semester at uh, the OS? Oklahoma University costs OU. It's like ten thousand or something a per semester. semester. Yeah, and that's not even Ivy League. That's a university. Which Ramsey's was supposed to be like. I think that was supposed to be Ivy. Yeah, I'm gonna I feel bad know. if it's a real college. And we're like, I don't know, some <laughs> Ivy. I guess. No, um, <laughs> I know Rose State College. Uh, my first semester was about two thousand dollars before textbooks. That was one semester. At a state college. Yeah, no, they uh, they made it sound as though it was going to be a total of 2000 or versus a total of 10000 Right. Whereas now it's roughly... For the degree. It's going to be a total of like five to 10000 to fifty to 100000 That might be a bit of an exaggeration. I Okay, I could be wrong, and I might regret saying this later if I'm totally wrong. I'm pretty sure places like Harvard are about 50,000. I forget if it's a semester or a year now, mm. but it's 50,000 one of those two, semester or year. Regardless, a lot of money. So, does that mean that we give it a point for being in the past? <laughs> you get a point for going to college when it was semi-affordable. I mean, if I had a time, a choice of when I would go to college, it wouldn't be now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm saying that's a point against frugality. Really? Because, well, she goes to this college that's five times more expensive because she just wants to. It's not like they have a better program for her thing or anything. Yeah, she didn't really have a good reason. And he goes to a $10,000 college because he's chasing a girl. That he hasn't talked to. Yeah, that he hadn't talked to once, well... Literally had talked to one time Mm -hmm. at that time. Before he decided to go to that college. So, pretty expensive. A little bit. So I'm saying a point against frugality. However, I almost want to award it one for being in 1988. Right. That was pretty cheap college. (laughs) As in comparison. And they did make a big point about the 80s. So a point for things being cheaper in the 80s. So it's washing out. It's washing out. Okay. So we're back to ground. Back back to ground. How about Marlon... Paying thousands of dollars to the SAT prep people. Mm. Like, that could have been his whole college, I think, by how many checks he gave them. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say in favor for it at that point. I mean, he did write them checks and not money orders. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you want a serious life tip, don't ever buy money orders. Ever. If you can avoid it. I understand that there's some times in life that you have to use it. Use money orders. Otherwise, get a checkbook. That's yeah. that. I think that might be the first serious life advice we can give here on the bargained in. Don't otherwise don't listen to us about our bargain <laughs> advice. Not not what we're what we're qualified to do. But if we could step out of the 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 world here for a minute into a bargain or a financial advice podcast, <laughs> don't don't use money orders for anything other than maybe first rent check. Right, like your deposit that they say 
we need a money order. But mm-hmm. unless they specify that you need a money order. You get a checkbook. You get a checkbook. Yeah. It, it, money orders are a scam to basically have poor people pay money to get money. And then lose really money. easily lose that money. Because mm-hmm. at least if something happens to your check, you can call in and cancel it and say, oh, crud. Check number 1007 got stolen and hopefully not lose any money. Right. But if you lose a money order, more than likely, you're out of luck. (laughs) SOL, have fun with that one. Sorry, let me transcend back into the Bargain Den character. You want to join me here? (laughs) All right, it's still just us, I guess, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, I think that I would like to uh, give it, I guess, take away another point from it, I think. Um, Okay. They did lots of driving in this movie, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get my phone because I need to know the distance between Michigan to Pennsylvania. Michigan to Pennsylvania. Hold on. Okay. You got it. I'll do a show tune while I walk away all the way into the other room. Now I'm in the other room grabbing my phone getting my phone off of the tr- not my phone, it was the other one. Persons and by that I mean Donna's not my phone. Alright, and I'll see. Coming back to the recording with my phone, so now we're back. Not wasting any good audio quality or content time. Now I'm trailing off. Okay. <laughs> let's do. Where in Michigan? Just. We'll say Michigan Let, State. Yeah, let's go from Michigan State to Ramsey, I assume, University. And now we'll find out if it's real. It is not. Or at least Google Maps says it's not. Oh. Ramsey, Pennsylvania is real. Okay. That is should real. be right. That's an eight-hour drive. I'm just trying to think now. They did lots of math. That was another thing I guess we didn't really go over. <laughs> um, actually, one thing I super enjoyed about this movie was about how Marlon didn't have a... He wasn't great at taking tests. Obviously, he wasn't good at the SATs. He couldn't get his numbers high. And, and to demonstrate this, every time he went to attempt an SAT question, it was presented in... It, live action, they would act out the word problem <laughs> by having so person A and person B. And they would act out like person A is running a marathon at this speed and person B is behind him running at this speed. If they both run at a consistent speed, yada, yada, yada. I don't know the guy who played person A, but I looked it up and the guy who plays person B is Tom Kenny, who played SpongeBob and still does. He plays, <laughs> plays SpongeBob. I don't really know what to do with that information. I know that, again, I mean, it's a point for being in the 80s because I think it would cost a lot more money to make Tom Kenny not be Spongebob and be something else. I, I think the point to make with that is we just watched a movie that had Spongebob in it. We just That's had to watch a movie that had Spongebob and not David Hasselhoff. Yeah. I don't know many of those that has both those characteristics. <laughs> so it's eight hours. So they drove 16 hours in one day. And somehow managed to not... Okay, so if it was eight hours, they had to be there by six, and they made it before mm-hmm. six. Like and, with five minutes to spare. So then that means that they had to have left. They also sped in order to make it in time. Yes. However, <laughs> I don't know how much that really saved them. Oh, well, plus, I the speed limits were lower back then. I can almost guarantee that. That is true. So they had to have left by ten, even if it was current speed. So limits. that means that they were having, they had to have been having breakfast at the diner before they left. They couldn't have been having lunch. Or maybe they were having brunch. 
if they were they're going to be cutting it way close if they're having brunch. Because mm-hmm. if they were having brunch, brunch is what time is brunch? They could be having brunch at ten. Okay, but if they're having it at ten, they would have had to have gone back to his house to get his car. I assume they had one of their cars there, but they would have had to go back to her house to get her typewriter. Exactly. So they had to have gone back to a house anyway. So that means they wouldn't be leaving till 11. So I mean, they would have to have at least been eating by 9. Fair. That's to say that they lived within an hour. It's a freaking drive. It's crazy long. And no stops. I mean... That means they... Because I was wondering, because he drops her off at home when they get back. And she's like, thanks for having me do that. I'm really glad. You're a good friend. Blah. And I was like, man, how late is he dropping this girl off at night? Well, that, it doesn't even make any sense. Because if it was 6, that means it would be like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. My goodness. That's crazy. This is this is nothing. This well, means nothing okay. to our conversation. Maybe. Now I'm not thinking about it, it. It's a lot of gas. A lot of gas. It's been a lot of gas. And that, they drove up there at least two separate times. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't clear whether the open house and the interview were the same trip or not. They were. Okay. So two separate times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of driving. I don't think that drive's possible. I think it. I think it loses an additional point for making it feel as though it was possible to make the drive. Well, we don't know exactly where they lived. They could have been an hour east of Michigan State. I'm pretty sure they were in Michigan, though. Well, yeah, but like I assume Michigan State's like in the middle of Michigan or something. Well, then here I'll put it into. Oh wait, I just got my geographics wrong. Michigan is <laughs> north. Of Pennsylvania? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why in my head it's, I was placing it's, it west. It, it's, it is west. It is west. Yeah. Okay, then I just freaked myself out. Okay. But what I'm saying is, I assume Michigan State's like somewhere in the center-ish of Michigan. What if they actually live like an hour east of there Well, they can't. Michigan? They can't barely because Michigan State's pretty close to Detroit. I mean, it, they. I don't think they live oh, in Detroit. Oh, and they did talk about Detroit, though. But they did, but I, they made it feel as though it was distant. Yeah. I'm putting them in Toledo, Iowa, uh, Ohio. This really? is what are we doing? This is <laughs> we're just playing geography right now. <laughs> like this doesn't do anything. Either for... way, they had an extremely long drive that they did twice. Not frugal. Yes, yeah, not frugal. Oh. Postage would have been way cheaper. Yeah, she just gotten over herself and not <laughs> had teenage stress. She could have mailed it and it not been an issue. Yep. I always say that. <laughs> Just mail it and it won't be an issue. No, get over your teenage stress <laughs> and just mail it. And you got a problem? Your boyfriend broke up with you? Get over your teenage stress and just mail it. <laughs> you do always say that. I always say that. Don't Thank I? you for your exasperated arm movements right I, now. It's I'm doing really sad a lot. no one can see it. It's doing a lot for the podcast to have my arms moving. So he's doing like YMCA style arm movements. I am. What am I spelling? That's a C. That's a O. That's a C. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. Spelling cock. <laughs> yeah, well, that was it. That was all the whole joke. The whole bit. <laughs> Good joke, Dave. Thanks. Letters, you know. So, yeah, I'd say so far, we're leaning towards not frugal. Yeah, it's feeling pretty not frugal. 
um, except for it was in the 80s. Right. The How 80s about this? being the frugal point. Okay, I mean, I, I think we've got a good case here. I think, I think the only way to really figure this out is if we go back in time and see what 80s versions of ourselves would say. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give us no time to prep for this. Okay. Take me home. I don't... (laughs) Cut that. That was bullshit. (laughs) Those are bad. We can't do time. I'm so tired, Donna. I'm so exhausted. (laughs) This is 80s me. I'm not... This is not... Oh, okay. I'm so tired, Donna. Oh, but that movie was so groovy, It was so... I, man, I haven't heard anybody say groovy in like 10 years. That was in the 70s. I'm trying to bring it back. You're trying to bring it back? You're yeah. always doing that. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I just wanted to go see Back to the Future again. Do you have any hairspray? This is trash. <laughs> we know like 12 things about the 80s, and we live in them. Um, I want to start the 80s bit over again. <laughs> no, power through 80s, oh, Brandon. Oh, jeez. So we just no, saw I this just movie. <laughs> we just saw this movie. No, in the eighties they called them move me's. Move me, because <laughs> it moved me. Yeah, yeah, it did move me. This movie moved me. Move me, moved me. <laughs> I'm dying, dude. This has been this is hell. Like my brain. Listen, my... listen. <laughs> Zelda hasn't come out yet. My bad. <laughs> Let's go to the diner and talk this over. Was this movie frugal? Ignore the loud diner patrons. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let's. You know, we have to go to the diner. Oh, so. right. Sorry, your peg leg is slowing you down. I'll, slow, go, I'll turn back around. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's what diners sound like to me. I guess. <laughs> We're here at Good the diner. Good folio work. I'm sorry. What? Foley work. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a gas leak, oh, by the way. Oh, it's so hot, and we've turned off the AC in the diner, and... And it's the heat of the day. It's like 6.30. <laughs> what? I don't know. Listen. Listen. <laughs> this is nothing. I, we're doing trash podcasting. Why? Why? It's my fault. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Not frugal. Not frugal. I said a lesson earlier and I forgot it. Oh, get over your teenage <laughs> problems and just mail it. The bargain. Just mail it. Just mail it. Get over your teenage stress. And just, just mail it. it. Yep. Don't drive it there. Just mail, mail it. it. Hi, Brandon Hammock here, spokesperson for the United States Postal Service, and I have a word or two for you. Do you have problems? Wow, I'm a teenager. I'm so stressed. You know what you need to do? What? Just get over them and just mail it. Just mail it? Yeah, just mail it. Get over my problems. And just mail it. Wow, thanks, Mr. Postman. No problem. I wish I had given myself a more clever name than my own, but oh well. (laughs) You know what I'm going to do about it? I'm going to just get over it and just mail it. You're going to just get over it and just mail it? Just Just just, like that? Just like that. Just just like that. Just Just mail mail it. it. (laughs) Just mailing it. 
That'll save you so much time. And money. Well, it will in the 80s. I mean, how much do you think it would cost to drive there now? I don't know. Like, I think it would save you money now. I think that's good advice through the times. Yeah. Stamps are a little bit more expensive, is the only thing. I think that package would have cost like uh, three bucks, two, three bucks to mail. Maybe. But they definitely used more than a gallon of gas to get there and back. So they should have just mailed they it. They should have just gotten over their teen stress. She should have mailed it. Just should have mailed it. That's the episode title right there. Just mail it. Just mail it. Hey, get just over mail your it. teenage stress. And just mail it. Just mail it. Thank you so much for listening to the Bargain Den. It's been wonderful here. He and looks like he's praising the heavens I right am. now. I'm praising the male heavens. <laughs> that sounds like most of the common <laughs> religion. <laughs> uh, my, I think it picked up my tummy. <laughs> yeah, well, there it was again. Calm down, tummy. This is this is We may have to re record all of this. I feel almost ill. This is awful. It's so hot. Yeah, let's wrap up. Let's say our thank yous. We've thank got you. our lesson, and it's not frugal. Just mail it. Get over your teenage stress. And just mail it. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you've learned something today. And if it's anything, it it should be to just mail it. Get over your teenage stress. And just mail it. You you. can listen to us on Anchor.fm as well as many others like iTunes Podcast and Google Podcast. And not Stitcher yet. I don't know what's up with Stitcher. Hey, Stitcher, get your stuff together. And if you, we need to have a conversation or something, we can maybe you know write us some letters and just mail them to each other. That's what we'll do. But you can go on Radio Public, on Breaker, on Overcast, on Pocket Cast, and now you can listen to us on Spotify. 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 So get over your teenage stress and just listen to us on, on Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to the Lounge Kittens. Their cover of Dirty Deeds. The Lounge Kittens. You can check them out in the link below and our comments and our description. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to pinch you. Oh, God, no. Bean Coke, yo, me a Coke. Wow, that sounded good, really I bet. Loud. Yeah. I'm so done. Oh, and also, in other really big news, we have artwork now. We got arts. We do have arts. Thank you to Sarah Anastasia for making up the awesome, awesome illustration of our profile picture that we had prior to that. You can check it out on, I think in all platforms now, you can view it. So it's very, very cool. And you can find her on Twitter at at ArtByStasia. And then we'll leave a link to her store and all her awesome art in the description of the podcast. Thank you, Sarah Anastasia! Thank you, Sarah! (laughs) Who else? That's it. Thanks, Anchor, for hosting us. Thanks, Anchor, for hosting us. I do a couple other podcasts right now that are out and able to be listened to. I do one with our friend Nikki called For the Love of Pixels, where we break down mentally. (laughs) (laughs) Or I do. Oh, my God. It's a really funny, awesome video game podcast. And they pit games against each other. I also do one with my buddy Chandler, our buddy Chandler. Called My Dad Steve, where we interview our dads named Steve. They're both their dads are named Steve. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next week for more bargain tips and good movies. 
Or bad. We don't know. It depends if I'm I melted into a puddle at that point or not. I I really hope you don't. I'm melting. Are you a witch? Yes. Okay. For Let me get heat. you some water. I think that'll help. No, wait. Heat. That's the opposite. Uh, no! <laughs> don't forget to pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. <laughs>